Hey there, real quick before you listen to today's episode of the Own Your Eating Podcast, we just wanted to let you guys know that we have two amazing challenges starting September 14th. That's next week. If you are like me, Jason Ackerman, you have let your nutrition slide during the quarantine. Maybe you've been crushing some peanut butter, maybe you've been eating a few too many potato chips, or maybe you've gone to crumble cookie one too many times, and our two challenges are exactly what you need. We have our 30-day transformation challenge. That's really geared towards the newer macro tracker. If you're new to flexible eating, if you're new to macro tracking, that's going to be for you. 30-day transformation challenge. You'll get an interactive lifestyle challenge with a focus on developing sustainable nutrition habits. Most challenges out there are a 30-day quick fix. That's not what this is all about. By the end of 30 days, we will teach you the habits necessary to sustain this for the long haul. It's not about losing weight once. It's about losing weight and keeping it off. Our other challenge, the Get Lean Challenge, also 30 days, but this really bumps up that macro tracking. We're going to take your macro tracking to the next level. We're going to talk about things like nutrient timing and other advanced macro tracking techniques to help you maximize your performance, to help you maximize your aesthetics, and help you maximize how you look and feel. So those are our two challenges, both available through SugarWad. The link is in show notes. And if you want to find out more, you can also check it out on our website, ownyoureating.com. Under the drop-down menu, you can check out under Nutrition Solutions Challenges right on the homepage. You can find out more about either of those challenges. But again, they start September 14th. Don't hesitate. Guaranteed results some great prizes. You're going to work directly with us, Roz and Jason. If you have any questions, shoot us an email, contact at ownyoureating.com, and we'll get back to you right away. All right. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Own Your Eating podcast, where Roz and I come to you every week to discuss topics ranging from nutrition to mindset to today's episode, all about willpower. Today's episode comes from a seminar that Roz and I held. You can actually find the video on YouTube. We're going to present to you the audio from that right here on our podcast. And it's really something that Roz and I spent a lot of time, effort, and dove deep into over the last couple of years. And that's willpower and specifically why it doesn't work. So as you listen to this episode, you hear some stories from us. And of course, we're going to give you actionable items, tools you can use right away to help set you up for success. So sit back, listen to the podcast, take some notes. And of course, we welcome all feedback. You can shoot us messages on Instagram, at ownyoureating, or of course, shoot us an email, contact at ownyoureating.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I posted today because Roz and I have been really diving into willpower um, on multiple levels from obviously nutrition to getting ourselves to the gym to things like not checking our phones incessantly for social media. Yeah, I think finding some digital detachment is... A really important aspect of finding balance and also just you know being able to prioritize your time and spend your time better 
Because it's like a freaking rabbit hole once you're on that thing. It is a rabbit hole. So obviously we're going to tie it to nutrition tonight for all of you. But I think our discussion on willpower can really pertain to anything that you want to improve on. You know, for me, my nutrition is solid. It's not something I struggle with at all. I'm not, not to, you know, pat myself on the back, but I'm just, I'm checked in for my nutrition. But for sure, checking things like social media is an issue. And we can kind of use that as an example alongside the nutrition example. Um, and I, I think, I think it's important to probably identify that there may be periods where something that isn't typically a struggle for you may become a struggle because of circumstances. That's a great point. For, that is a, for example, when we're on the road, I think your nutrition did become a bit of a struggle because you were just outside of your routine and there was all sorts of unknowns being thrown at you and you got a little bit wishy-washy. I accept your criticism. <laughs> Does this look like a face that accepts criticism? We also are working on accepting criticism. How did I do on accepting that criticism? You did really well. You have to get a feedback on how you accepted the criticism. There we go. Well, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. I was going to say, like, that wasn't the, the total oh you, want to give me more, oh, you want to give me more criticism? Is no, it? I was going to give you some praise. Oh, you... please do. Because <laughs> I think you identified that. And you've sent, you, now you know that when you're gone on the weekends... That's not an excuse to be wishy-washy and that's that you can still make smarter choices. Okay, so let's use that as an example. Let's use that because I think that's something a lot of these people, people, I don't mean to refer to you as these people, but, you know, a lot of our... These, our, our these people lives, I have <laughs> are a hard, lifestyle members. Yeah, I have a hard time because I want to say tribe, but you guys are kind of a little more closer to us than just the tribe. But we could still refer to you guys as the tribe. But let's, you know, let's talk about nutrition and being on the road we talk about willpower because that's a buzzword that comes up all the time. Yeah. Well, I think when people think about, oh, Roz or Jason, you're so great with your nutrition, you must have so much willpower. And it's like, no. Willpower lasts, what do they say? Lasts like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think that's the big picture. I kinda... It kind of... It depletes for sure. Like, it's, it's not... It's not this abundant resource that we can constantly tap into. It's, it's, there's an energy to it and, and yeah, it diminishes. So I kind of roped you into hopping onto this with the buzzword of willpower, the clickbait. But really what we've learned is there's no such thing. There's no such thing as extended willpower. Mm -hmm. Like you said, willpower is very short lived. Yeah. I mean, if you sat me in front of a table with a freaking donut in front of me and told me to sit there for two hours, I would eat it eventually. Even if it was, even if I was going to go over my numbers, I'd eat it. Like I'd, I would not have that willpower to All right, withstand so, that. So, you know, what we want to get at is if you are using willpower, there's, there's four things that we can really be improving. Okay. So there's four things we can do to basically avoid willpower and make a habit and make a change. Okay. And the first thing that we will tell you is if you have to use willpower, it's because you truly haven't made the choice yet. Mm-hmm. So here's what that means. Let's let's relate it to social media because it's a little more black and white. Mm-hmm. I want to be on Instagram less. 
right. During the day. I want to be on Instagram less during the day. How much less? <laughs> I've been better. We do use it all the time. It's our stories. As you guys, if you're not on our Instagram, check it out. I put our food up all the time. But now, because Instagram is still on my phone, mm -hmm. I have to deal with that willpower to not get on it. Yeah. So I haven't made the choice yet to just delete it. That would eliminate needing willpower. I once did that, actually, at, at university. I deleted... Um, your, or, your Tinder? No, my Facebook. <laughs> I, I, I got, um, I didn't delete it actually. I got Claire, my best friend, to change my password. Right, and, and let's establish, like, we use social media for you guys. You know, this is obviously a big part of what we do. Uh, we use it to keep in touch with people. I don't want to delete it, but there are things, there are other things I can be doing. I'm clearly not going to get rid of Instagram from my phone because that's how you access it. Mm -hmm. But I can do things like, Putting it on a second page, hiding it I in a folder. I was about to say, have you put it on a second or third screen? <laughs> no, all of those things. But until I do that, every time I open my phone, I have to use willpower not to open. It's not yeah, that bad. It's like if you go into your phone, I don't know what your notifications look like for Instagram, but you know, on Facebook where you have like yeah. that red number in the corner and it says like 24 notifications and you're like freaking out. If that's the first thing you see on your first home screen, then yeah, that's... I mean, that's really difficult to resist. Absolutely. I would, I would be checking that. So let's relate this to nutrition now. Have you really made the choice that I'm doing this? Mm -hmm. For me, it's black and white. There's no choice necessary. You saw me here earlier today as I was probably spent five minutes earlier because you were showing me what you were preparing and I worked my numbers to hit triple zeros because mm -hmm. it wasn't a choice of, well, should I do it today or not? Right. And, and, you know, now taking it to when I'm on the road or, you know, I'm on the road every weekend, I have now made the choice that when traveling for CrossFit and, and at level ones, Saturdays are not a, a cheat day. I do not get dessert out because most of the time I've ate my numbers throughout the day. I always bring a treat with me for the hotel, which is potentially one of the choices I made knowing I know what the treat I'm bringing is, and I have the macros for it versus showing up at a restaurant not knowing what the desserts are and knowing what they are as far as their macros. Mm. And so, just kind of interested on what your thought is on this, but so, because I know we preach flexibility and stuff, but I think part of being successful with this then is to reduce the amount of choices that you're making right so let's say you set up your day in advance and you've already included some treats and whatnot how often should you be going in your diary and changing things around to try to make other stuff fit because oh someone just brought in some brownies and blah 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 i think that's relative to the person sorry to interrupt i think that's relative to the person i can do that because i know it doesn't it's not a risk of deviation from my plan okay Right? I think if someone bringing in a cupcake coworker is going to fit in your numbers, but it's also going to throw off other things, mm -hmm. then it's not okay. Right. And again, I like that you brought up this is flexible. One day is not going to ruin you. Mm -hmm. You know, we had someone send in their numbers earlier, and he's like, I took off Friday because I needed to find that balance to do that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're talking big picture, we're talking making habits. And the, I was in Jacksonville Sunday 
typically when we're in Jacksonville, Saturdays we get Chipotle, Sundays we get Jimmy John. Mm-hmm. And I always get the gargantuan uh, without any of the dressing because it's loaded in fat. John? Jimmy John's, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's all the meat sandwiches. They're good subs? They're all right. Like $8 subs. So there's a new um, pokey place that opened. I love pokey. And, oh, and, my God. And Katie really wanted it. So I could have been that like, no, guys, we always get Jimmy John's. I was like, sure, and I figured out the day. Okay. I mean, I had a meal that I had brought. I had other stuff that I had brought, so I was able to make that adjustment. We still need to be flexible, but whether I'm perfect on that day or not, I've made the conscious decision that I'm always going to track my food, and it's a non-negotiable. Cool. Now, kind of something else you alluded to, step number two is you need to have the proper why, and if you have to use willpower often... It's probably because you don't have a firm set why. Mm-hmm. So how do you find your why? That's important. I posted to this thread, and I'd love for you guys to think about that now and more so when we get off. I want to hear your why. A lot of you have given me that before, but that can change in time. Yeah, for sure. I know yeah. for nutrition for me in the past, it's been, you know, because I want to look my best. I didn't care what my performance was. And then there are times where I was eating to perform better. You know, then there are times where, like, personally, my why right now is to lead by example. That's the only why I need. you were going to say to look super sexy for your wife. I got this. We're not going anywhere. I mean, I don't know why that's not number one. I mean, that's a 1A. 1A. But before I look super sexy for you, I want to look super sexy for all these people. (laughs) Or, Or I'm not sure. But anyway, that is truly my why. Right? I think to myself every Saturday when I go out to eat, if I can't do this, how do I expect other people to do it? And I think leading by example is way more motivating than people realize or appreciate. And I think if any of you guys have kids out there, like, don't underestimate how much they are watching you and absorbing information and learning about things. And I think to be showing good healthy eating habits and um you know healthy practices about fitness and nutrition is a really good habits and behaviors to demonstrate for your children absolutely and you know and even your spouse or whoever it is you know you you start doing that then quickly you know that they see a pattern and and i think you can encourage others without like getting on their case i know someone who's kind of trying to implement that right now a friend of mine he's like how do I get my girlfriend to do this? I know it would help her so much. He's not, and I was he's like, not in here. I, I was like, you got to leave by example. Just start doing yeah. it. She'll start asking questions. And, and that's a great point. I know him well. He's our good friend. And he doesn't, he struggles to track. Yeah. But he, he's been like. He's doing better yeah, because yeah, of that. Yeah. You know, and to relate this back to the other one of social media, mm-hmm. I know my why isn't big enough. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a big why as to, as to why I don't want to be on Instagram or Facebook mm-hmm. as much. You know, I know connected. Yeah. And that's really it. You know, um, for me, for example, it's like sleeping better. Those are, I mean, we're diving into it. I didn't realize it's turned into a psychology session, but you (laughs) know, by kind of disconnecting at eight or 9 PM, it allows me to kind of relax a little more. And the other whys were like, you know, here's a little example because it is better. Um, you know, I, I worked with my buddy Todd this weekend and we talk a lot about this as well. And, I've incorporated reading every day for the last 20 or 30 days. I've been meditating so every had day. had more time. 
Well, that's really, that is part of it. I mean, you don't have more time, right? I'm just using it more efficiently. I do most of my reading on the toilet in the morning. But was there a need to wake up and first thing check my phone? No. So now it's like I don't bring the phone in the bedroom. You know. Do you feel a little more relaxed in the mornings now? I absolutely do. And I really, I don't necessarily feel more relaxed because of that. I feel more relaxed because I'm accomplishing more. And maybe relaxed isn't the right word, but I think maybe you just give yourself that opportunity and a little bit more time to wake up to the world without checking in and dealing with everyone else's problems first. You're like, okay, where am I at today? And the truth is we get up at like six o'clock every day. There's no one that's messaging us with emergencies, you know? <laughs> we love you all, but if you have a macro emergency at 6 a.m., email us, you know, shoot a text to the, to the hotline, but um, we'll get back to it around seven, you know, whatever that time is. Um, but I also feel better as far as like, I feel more productive, like, I, maybe I'm being a better person. I don't know. I'm trying. But, um, you know, from a lot of the books, like I've read Jocko's book. We just ordered uh, Benjamin Hardy's book. Like all those, you know, and also reading some fun stuff too. So stuff I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other aspect I was going to add, and again, not to turn this all on me, but, you know, two days in a row, a big hobby of mine that I've pushed aside was playing music, mm. you know, practicing guitar. Yesterday and today, I, I found... I feel guilty every time I dust the piano. I'm like, why am I not well, finding I, the time to play this beautiful yeah. thing? But, you know, I spent 30 minutes yesterday and today already when you were out at yoga. Because mm-hmm. um, I can play louder and sing off-key. Um, Your singing was good last night. You can hear me? Yeah. So anyway, you know, and I know that's time that I would have just kind of been mindlessly going. This isn't about helping all of you get off social media, but I do recommend <laughs> detox. Don't leave us. Um, <laughs> So you're still struggling with willpower. The third thing, and you know what's funny is you guys kind of all do this a little bit, is you have to have investment. Mm. You have to, and that doesn't always have to be money, though we appreciate you guys being members of ours, but it could be time or it could be a resource, you know, whether it's a barter, whether it's just like, um, you know, I spend X amount of time. I don't know if you have a better example for that. But well, I was going to say, yeah, no, I think investment, we often think of, of something monetary but I think it could also be like a commitment so you know you tell someone hey I'm gonna do this and I need you to hold me accountable if I don't do this then you'll do x you know like hey Jason I'm committing to doing this for the next week if I don't fulfill it I'm giving you a foot rub right you know something like that I like that but there has to be some kind of investment or desire for for, fulfilling Fulfillment or commitment. And I've always told people, if you tell someone your goal, you're twice as likely to hit it. Yeah, I think absolutely, because nobody wants to, you know, the next time you see that person, they're going to be like, hey, did you hit your goal yet? And you'd be like, oh, fuck. And I mean, you guys have that every day from us when we see your check-ins. And, you know, whether you're posting in this group or not, feel free to throw it out there. Like, tell people your goals. I actually typically say if you write your goal down, you're twice as likely to hit it if you tell someone else you're five times more likely to hit it. And there's a lot of people in this group, so. And I think as well, like not just commitment, sorry, kind of embellishing a little bit more, but as we talk about it, I'm kind of thinking like financial investment and and commitment is cool, but also setting deadlines is helpful too. And I think with a lot of, you know, goals that that you guys have, hey, it might be, I wanna lose 30 pounds by the end of the year. It's like, okay, cool. How can we break this down into some smaller goals with deadlines so that you know you have something 
closer to a tier two. Because, you know, it's like when you're at school, you have an essay that's due in like a month and then all of a sudden it's a week away and you're like, oh my God, I've got to do all this reading and all this work. So I think setting yourself these incremental deadlines is really important. And we'll talk more about that at the end when we kind of talk about how you force these things. Okay. Um, But the last thing, and this is challenging for all of us potentially, is you know, putting yourself in the right environment, mm. you know, so. Environment's huge. I, I remember when I first got started with, like this was really before flexible eating and I was trying to be like strict macros and I basically just avoided social, mm-hmm. like social occasions, which the great thing about flexible eating is you don't have to do that. But if you're not prepared for that, yes, you know, you shouldn't do that. Correct. And, 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 and yeah. Started. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, for example, if Friday nights going out drinking with your buddies is where you're, like, constantly just going off the rails, then you need to really evaluate that situation and that environment and figure out, okay, well, I need to find another way or another place to be spending my Friday nights until I have this habit and this discipline under control. And let's use an example. I don't know if Jacqueline's still on here. I'm going to use Jacqueline because mm-hmm. here's an idea of environment. Um, Jacqueline, if you go to her house, has a pantry that is like Willy Wonka's. Yeah, right? it's pretty cool. You go in the pantry. I don't know if you're on here. If you are, Jacqueline, uh, maybe post a picture of your pantry later. Um, but it's like any candy you want from America, England, Scotland, right? And that's her environment. But Jacqueline and her husband, Andrew, are great at knowing it's there and not derailing them. Right, As, You know, we don't have quite the pan there. <laughs> Post a picture um, later to this group, please, so the people can see it. Um, and we have a pantry, you know, similar, where it's just like all of our treats are in there. Mm-hmm. They're on the top shelf. Yeah, which some we, of them are a little harder to get to. Which we purposely did, so we can't just mindlessly grab it, although once in a while I've seen you grab a yogurt pretzel. Um, and she can handle that. We can handle it. But if you're not quite quite there yet, maybe don't bring those to your house. I think long-term, that's something you need to get a hold of. But until you do, you have to use willpower every time you walk past the pantry. Yeah. And it's just one more thing that drains you. Yeah. It's exhausting. I'm trying to get rid of all my t-shirts so I have less choices to make every day. Right? Same thing. If, if you're just sucking your energy doing that all the time. So, you know, and the other example we can use just to give you guys an idea of what we're saying is, hey, I want to work out more. Well, maybe you need to have a buddy. Maybe you need to join a, a gym that, you know. One, one thing I used to do was um, the night before, always lay all my workout stuff right by the door. So You sleep in it. <laughs> so that in the morning there was like no excuse I would pack it have it in the car um, you know it's great if your gym is on the way home then you know there really is no excuse uh, but things like that you're, you're really shaping your path and your environment for success you're you're eliminating that um, that choice element you know the choices be made you're doing it absolutely you know and something like using our app sugar wad where we program the workouts you know Although it's not your environment, you at least have buddies and people on there. I look every day that we post the workouts to see how you guys did, to see how you performed, and try to give you some feedback. So now, 
all of this is good and great. And until you eliminate those factors, you're always going to use willpower. So let's give you a couple of tips and tricks that I kind of wrote down. And, you know, you feel free to, to chime in on these. Mm-hmm. But here's some, some um, ideas. I want to write myself a note. This is for me. This is actually for you guys when I'm done, but I thought of an idea. Um, so first step that I do, and I didn't even realize I did it. I was just kind of thinking about what do I do to eliminate willpower. If you don't already have my fitness pal on the very first screen, not in a folder, but prominently displayed on your phone mm-hmm. to remind you every time you open your phone that this is important to you, I want you to do that. And then maybe add it to like the shortcut thing. I don't know. Me, I only have all my apps on one screen, so it's fine. But sure, I want you to see it more often than not. Right. For me, it's the top left corner, right? If you oh, if you move yours all around, your phone's over here. If you move yours all around, put it on the bottom, right? But make sure my fitness pal is easily... Yeah, see bottom yours is above right? my texting. There you go. Yeah. So that's the first piece of homework I'm going to give you guys. The second piece of homework I'm going to give you guys, and this actually came from an interaction with someone today, I think everyone should have... This is new. It's going to blow your mind. I think everyone should have in their house Mm-mm. what I would call their easy day. And what that means is... Oh, I like the sound of this already. I what think is I it? know what it is. What is it? Tell me what it is. Is it where it's like you have your go-to breakfast, your go-to lunch, your go-to dinner. There's like no choice... This is just your easy go-to. Like, Jason and I, every morning, we have the same breakfast because it's easy. Which I've been making mine more often. And, and I, I did been, the same thing, actually. I've I, noticed that I, you haven't made when it. When I was at, in Atlanta, I think at Ellie's house, I like went through a phase because I was trying to eat the same foods, too, because I was trying not to buy yeah. too much food. Yeah. So I was having the same breakfast and the same lunch every day, and then basically the same dinner, but just kind of varying the ways in which I would have my ingredients. So, so it wasn't completely boring. And ideally, you know, we don't leave the house very often, but if you leave the house, you know, stuff that can be on the go. Mm-hmm. So whether it's you buy yourself a lunchbox that's insulated, so if you have to take some perishable items, you can, but I want everyone to create an easy day. And I'm going to put this homework on, the, on a new thread. I'll do that in the morning. And then, you know, this is a challenging one for nutrition potentially, but you kind of alluded to it. Um, earlier with like taking the test, but it's give yourself a constraint. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I want to lose 20 pounds by this date, but like whether it's tell someone, you know, and here's an example to make this a little more understandable if I'm not making sense. Yeah. Um, let me do my explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, sometimes I just don't feel like doing work. I don't feel like writing. And if say we have to write one of our posts or do something, my computer dies in like two hours every time I use it, mm-hmm. right? I need a new computer. So if I unplug my computer and go sit at the clubhouse or at a Starbucks where I can't be plugged in, I'm under that two-hour constraint to get shit done. Yeah, because then your computer's done and then now you have to move and... And that goes back to my right. willpower. Okay, well, I can't go on Facebook because my computer's going to die. I can't check out the latest episode of Glow on Netflix because my computer's going to die. So, you know, maybe a little more challenging when it comes to nutrition. I don't know, not to put you on the spot, but can you think of something? How to set that constraint? 
A time constraint? I think it doesn't you have to be of, time. It could be anything. Well, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, though. Like, I do think deadlines and, and constraints, in a way, like just holding yourself more accountable. So, telling someone else, "Hey, in four weeks' time, I want you to ask me, you know, how my weight loss is going, or, or something like that." And then, I think it, you know, I definitely get that feeling. Like, it could I be just, a bet. It could be a bet with somebody. It could be a bet. Yeah. It could be anything. But those are just some things. But yeah, I think when you know you're going to see that person and they're going to hold you accountable to whatever it is you've decided to do, then you you step up to the mark a little bit more. So you can book a plane ticket to Naples, Florida, tell us your goal weight, and <laughs> if you don't hit it, we're going to see you. So anyway, hope that helped. Thanks again for listening to the Own Your Eating podcast. Roz and I are extremely grateful that you took the time to download and listen to our episode. If you have any feedback, comments, questions, or concerns, we'd love to hear from you. You can shoot us a DM on Instagram at Own Your Eating or shoot us an email, contact at ownyoureating.com. Thanks again for listening.